It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French. We're going to talk love. We're going to talk relationships. We're going to hear the most beautiful love stories. But before we do this, I want to answer a question that was sent to my Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. It was, how do I know if it's time to break up with my partner? So here's my answer to this. Instead of answering emotionally, answer logically on a piece of paper the pros and the cons, and you write everything about your relationship. And once you have both columns ready, you can measure should you stay or should you go. And by doing it like this, with the pros and cons, you get away from the emotions of just talking about it and you take the time to reflect on it. So that's my advice on how to decide whether you should stay or not in a relationship. Any questions, call me 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship? Call me. Susanna, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight? What is going on? I met this guy. We've been together for a little over a year. And he's a great guy on paper and in person. But <laughs> um, the ooh-la-la is not exactly <laughs> satisfying. For you, uh, for both of you, for just for you? I, it, it seems like it's great for him. <laughs> um, okay. For me, it's not satisfying. And, you know, I don't know if it'll get better in time or if I should say something which might make it worse. I'm, I just don't know what to do. It can't make it worse. Um, I mean, the ooh-la-la is the, like the erotic dance of a love story. Uh, if you don't have that, then you know you just have a friendship. So you, this needs to change. Um, what are you afraid of? So let's say you have a conversation about the ulala with him at the right time. Why would it be? And I'm thinking as a man, what would it be threatening for him? I'm afraid that he would end up feeling insecure about it. And when we were in the middle of ulala, he might be so worried about concentrating on maybe doing the right thing, that it wouldn't end up being just a natural exotic dance, as you say. Erotic dance. Uh, are you feeling like that when you have ulala with him? Are you really projecting any of those fears on him? Is that what you feel also when you have ulala with him? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I think okay. that, you know, I love him, so I want to make him happy. And I personally think I'm doing everything okay. I mean, that is one way I could also, you know, talk to him about it. Maybe I could ask him how I'm doing. Yes. See, see, now you have the solution. First of all, Susanna, you should always be free to talk about anything you want at the right time. And then you talk about, you know, you guys, it's not just his or yours. It's, you know, and then you ask him, you know, if he would like to do this or that differently, whatever you think. And then you could then say, you know what, since we're talking about it, I would love you to do this or that differently. And he's going to appreciate this. As a man, I can tell you, most of us always want to please our partner. And so when sometimes we ignore it or we don't know, we love to have like a direction and see the result and see you so happy. So you can only win with that conversation and you can only lose if you stay in unspoken or a secret or this resentment. Life is too short not to enjoy the ooh-la-la, Susanna. You're right. You're right. Okay, so I'm going to try to talk to him and, you know. You're usually always right, so... <laughs> well, 
sometimes. I, you know, it's just common sense. <laughs> so thank you so much. Good luck to you. And I'm sure that talk will help your relationship tremendously. I have all faith thank in it. Thank you so much. You know, that really is the biggest question, for, I think, for every relationship. When is it time to talk about a problem and when is it not? So we'll talk about that next. Have you ever been in a relationship and then something happened, something bad, something that you want to talk about, something hurt your feelings, or something is just not working between the two of you and you're wondering, you're pondering, should I talk about it now, later, or never? Is that going to hurt you know, my partner's feelings, yes or no? Should I or should I not talk about it? So here's when it comes to me, the rule about the when. When it's constructive and there's a solution, you should always talk about it. If it's a criticism without any solution, keep it for yourself. Because without a solution or, you know, uh, different options to change this, then you're just going to, you know, hurt your partner's feelings. But if you find any solutions, where to make the relationship better or the way to make your partner better for you, you should absolutely talk about it because nothing grows in the silence. That's what I've learned from this. Let me share a story about a mistake I've done years ago about this. That's next. So I don't know if you have a story like mine where, you know, you're in a relationship and something is not going well. And instead of waiting for the right time and instead of finding solutions to come with the problem, you just go and almost jump at the throat of your partner. And that's what I did more than once. And, and that was a big mistake in my 20s where... You know, I was always putting finger at my girlfriend if I would, you know, something was wrong. For instance, you know, I'm always on time. So if she was too late or something, I got really mad instead of discussing what could we do to change that. Or I used to be mad if when we went out, uh, she would not, you know, be staying with me or go dance with other people. I was jealous at the time, stuff like that. And there was no solution. It was just criticism. And I never realized at the time that by just jumping in my girlfriend's throat, A, it was, you know, mostly my problem. And two, there was no solutions, really. So I made all these mistakes. I've changed. And really, I always want you to do better than me. So I said, don't do like me in my 20s. Do better than me. That's the point of this show. Any questions? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions? Call me. Ashley, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ashley. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What is up tonight? I have been dating this guy pretty consistently for, um, I think it's been like seven weeks or so. And about a week ago, around the six-week mark, I kind of wanted to know, like, are we boyfriend-girlfriend? What's going on? And he said he felt like he was, like, quote-unquote, still just getting to know me and didn't want to, he wasn't ready to call it an official relationship yet. And a couple of my friends were saying, oh, if he's saying he doesn't want to put a label on it, that's bad. And he's just stringing you along. But then I had one friend said, well, it really hasn't been that long. Maybe give it a little more time. And I just, I don't know what to think. Okay. You really like this guy, right? So you would like to be, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend with him, right? Yes, I would like to. Okay, how long it took you to know you liked him? I knew after like three weeks. So when I asked him about it around six weeks, I had already been like kind of waiting around like, what are we doing? What's going on? Exactly. Um, as a guy, it takes me usually 
one date maximum to know if I like somebody and if it's girlfriend material. So, Ashley, uh, I think that um, after six weeks, if he doesn't want to, you know, call it boyfriend girlfriend or doesn't want to, he has no intention to really build a really strong relationship with you. Because with me, when you feel it, it's like all or nothing. And I'm sure yeah. he enjoys your company, he enjoys everything you bring onto the table. But Ashley, I think some of your friends are right to being string along. And I think that you have to follow your intuition. If you think I'm wrong and you think he can change his mind in a couple of weeks, stay with him. If your intuition mm-hmm. tells you that I'm right and that you're not know, being strung along for the, for the ride and just being a friend among other friends he's seeing, other women he's seeing, then you should leave him. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry for the bad news. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather hear it from you now than be still dating this guy in six months and not knowing what's going on. So Exactly. All right, then. Yeah. So you know what to do? Be strong and find somebody that wants to be with you as much as you want to be with them. Okay? All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. I got to go to my email and help somebody who's getting ready for a first date and has a major question about it. That's coming up next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know that if you can't call me, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what is this email about? So this listener email comes from Ralph that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ralph. I've got this Tinder date on Saturday and I want to make a good impression. We've been texting over Instagram for a week or so, and a lot of times it gets kind of romantic. We send each other kiss and hug emojis, and she's told me that she's super attracted to me. So my question is, if all goes well, at the end of the date, do I ask if I can kiss her, or should I just go for it? I don't want to appear rude, and I really like her so far, so I don't want to mess things up. What do you think, Simon? That's a key question, right? After the first date, should you go for the kiss or ask first, can I kiss you? I'm going to answer that for you next, Ralph. Stay with me. So here's the question Ralph sent me. He has a date on Saturday. Everything is, appears ready, but he wants to know at the end of the first date, should you go for the kiss or should he ask, can I kiss you and then kiss her, right? So here's the rule on this one. If you're unsure... Don't go straight for the kiss. Don't ask either. Just reach out and put your hand on her hand. And if she starts, you know, holding your hand back, you're good for the kiss. Do not ask somebody, is it okay to kiss? That's something that, unless you like me at 13 years old when I did it for the first time, it's better to go, you know, without this question. That's my advice to you. Have a great day on Saturday. I'll be thinking about you. Any questions, call me 855 905 8255. 855-905-8255. Any question, call me. Cindy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. What is up tonight? How can I help you? I've uh, been with my husband a long time, and no matter how long time has passed, it still bothers me so much that he passes gas all the time. All the time? All the time. It's not like once in a while, it's all the time, and it drives me insane, and it grosses me out. Of course, but is that every day? When you say all the time, it's like an everyday thing? It's an everyday, multiple times a day thing. I feel for you. So wait a minute. So, I mean, is, have you had a conversation about it, was it? Have you talked of about course. it? 
Of course. And he just says that he can't. It's just natural. It shouldn't bother me. I don't buy it. I'm sure you can't either. When he goes to work, he's not passing gas at work, I'm sure. Exactly. So maybe it's passive-aggressive, right? Maybe he is doing this subconsciously to upset you. That's what I would tell. I said, listen, if you can hold it at work, hold it at home, or go to the bathroom and show me some respect and get some privacy to do this. You tell him, you said, this is against me. It's me in the house. So if you have any love or respect for me, show me the love and respect and just go in the bathroom. It's unbearable. I hear you. I'm 100% on your side. Thank you. And then you can buy him the the little medicine, Tom, or whatever it's called, like to help against those situations. (laughs) But this this has to stop. It's a love killer to, to do that. You. Good luck to you. And I'm sure once you speak about all this the way I did, he's going to get the message fast. He definitely will. He better. All right. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. Have you ever used or been receiving a passive-aggressive message from your partner? Let me share with you what exactly I mean by that. Passive-aggressive moves in a relationship. Listen, we've all done it. If you're in a relationship, usually what happens is that your partner does something that hurts your feelings. And uh, for a while, you're going to resent your partner. But instead of speaking out loud, instead of having a huge fight, instead of having a huge argument, starts what we call the passive-aggressive moves. It's a way to pass your aggression towards your partner who hurts your feelings, but not directly. It's, you know, subtle. It's not like brutal, but he hurts the same. It's just a very soft-spoken technique. Let me give you, when I come back, a few examples of exactly what people do in relationships when I mean passive-aggressive. That's next. So here's what I mean when I say passive-aggressive. Here's a few examples that I'm sure you've, you've heard before, right? Silence treatment. Right, so uh, instead of having a big argument with you or you with your partner because you're upset, you decide what? A couple of days. Sometimes I know people go for a week or two weeks of full silence treatment. It's maybe worse than even yelling, right? I mean, silence treatment would drive me crazy. That's passive-aggressive. Another one. Are you okay? I'm fine. Passive-aggressive. Procrastinating. You know, so you're putting off something to do and you don't do it. That's another one. So all of that are expressions of passive-aggressive. It's part of also the language of any relationship. We have to use them sometimes. Otherwise, how would we you know, solve fights? Sometimes we have to just keep our emotions for ourselves. But we use passive-aggressive techniques. So now you know what it is. Uh, any other questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. If you've been touched by love, if somebody has expressed to you how much they love you, Share it with me. I want to hear these stories. You know how much I love them. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Abigail. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. You have a love story for me? Yes. Um, Tell me. My boyfriend and I, at the start of our relationship, we had just had one date, and then he said he had something really special in mind. Mm. And, you know, that I was to be at home. He was going to pick me up and take me somewhere really special. And he was picking me up quite early, though. So um, Mm -hmm. when he arrived, he had a red rose, and he took me in his car to a local private airbase, and he Mm -hmm. had a private jet and took me 
to this restaurant called French Laundry in Napa, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I felt like I was in Pretty Woman. Wow. I mean, ooh la la. And so, and then at the restaurant, uh, you know, I'm French, so nice French cuisine? Yes, they have a lot of really good, good food there. And then after that, what happened? And then he just flew me home and he gave me a kiss goodnight. He, and that was it. It was only our second date. This is this is very elegant. Obviously, it's very you know unique and dreamy. But there's yeah. an elegance in that. Just after the all of that, just having a nice little kiss goodnight and not push for more. I mean, I give no. him credit for being an elegant man, a gentleman. Thank you. He is. All right. Thank you so much, Abigail, for that great story. And I'm happy for you. What an experience. Yes, it was. Thank you. More rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to my show. I'm Simon Marcel, and I love hosting the show for you, really. So thank you so much for being with me every night. Merci beaucoup. Let me finish with this funny uh, result from this poll I put on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. The question for you was, what's your go-to-breakup move? So face-to-face, 63%. Ghost them, 23%. Text them, 9%. Call them, 5%. I'm all about the calling, by the way, so I'm part of the 5%. I'm surprised 23% said ghost them. That's the worst you can do. Please don't ghost anybody when you break up. Just have the decency to just say it's over. Everybody needs closure. Anyway, uh, closure it is for this show, but I'll be back tomorrow, and uh, I look forward to it. Have a good night. Merci beaucoup. À demain. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.